I'm late. And as of tomorrow, this is going to be where you listen to this most beautiful voice. If you can't understand me, that's okay. I'm not from America. I'm not from Canada. I'm not even from Australia. I am from New Zealand. But I love wrestling. And I have for the past seven years. And I may not be clued in on every wrestling thing that comes in. uh, Because for those seven years I've been a WWE fan. Up until recently I knew nothing but WWE. A little bit of TNA here and there. I think it's called Impact now. But for the most part. I was for WWE, I knew about WCW, I watched WCW on the network, and so I guess I knew about WCW as well, I still uh, still watch WCW, and I still watch WCW, I love the show for what it was in the past, and so, so that's a little bit of background around me, this little intro is not going to be too long. I just want to get your attention a little bit, but this is where wrestling is going to happen. Sometimes I'll have guests on, sometimes it's just going to be this beautiful mug speaking into this beautiful microphone and speaking about what I love, speaking about wrestling. There was a period of time, and this was WWE induced, because I didn't know about these other places like in uh, uh, NJPW or... Um, about Ring of Honor. Not really, because we don't really get that here. So I didn't really know where to find it. I knew about it, but I didn't know too much about it. It wasn't until Chris Jericho came in to NJPW, that's when I started to really watch this other stuff. And I'm not going to be talking about NJPW or Ring of Honor, because, I mean... I love the wrestling that goes on there. I think it's great, but I think it's a niche that I just... I haven't found an affinity for. Um, and then it's probably because of the production and everything like that. They focus more um, on the grittiness of, of the wrestling rather than the story itself. And I'm more of a story guy... I love wrestling, and I love when a wrestler does technical stuff, don't get me wrong. My favorite wrestling uh, genre, or my favorite wrestling genre, would be technical wrestling. I would rather see a match that stays in the ring than seeing high-flying maneuvers like Ricochet, um, or who's another one, Rey Mysterio. I would rather see somebody like Daniel Bryan... Um, like Shawn Michaels, like Dolph Ziggler. And they go outside the ring as well, but it's more clued into the wrestling rather than the showiness. And the thing I think that is wrong with today's wrestling is, A, these people haven't got a long career left if they've started 20 years ago. Alright, it used to be that you could wrestle for 30, 40 years because you weren't getting as injured. 
somebody like The Miz, for example, could wrestle for another 10, 20 years. But somebody like Ricochet, I can see lasting 10. That's it. 10 years for Ricochet, and he's done. Um, but somebody like Alistair Black, which I'm not even going to talk about the sin that they committed by putting Ricochet and Alistair together, but someone like Alistair Black, who focuses more on, you know, um, the wrestling aspect, the kicking, the, the kicks, I really actually like. Um, somebody like Shinsuke, who has been doing this now for 20 years, 25 years. These guys just get it. They get what makes somebody tick. They get what makes a good wrestling match. If it wasn't for... You could argue this. Because if if, if it wasn't for the showiness of Ricochet, he probably would have learned technique. He probably would have been a more technical wrestler. But if you were to throw him to a match and you said you cannot use all the showiness here, then I would struggle to imagine the absolute disaster of a match that it would be. With someone like AJ Styles and John Cena going to have an amazing, I believe, 25-minute match, 30-minute match, probably could have a 40, 50, 60-minute match inside the ring, never going to the top rope. And they've proven this, by the way, and I believe it was SummerSlam, I want to say SummerSlam, where they didn't go on outside the ring at all. And by the way, AJ didn't even notice that. And he later on said to John, you know we didn't go outside the the the, the ring. And um, I thought that was probably their best showing. Um, though the Royal Rumble match really, really um, gave it a run for its money. But... Otherwise, I thought, you know, that their matches, I could see a thousand more AJ Styles, John Cena matches, and every time they would probably pull out something more wicked than the other one. And I'm excited for wrestling to go back to that. I'm scared, however, that in 10 years it's just not going to be for me because technical wrestling has become a lot more endangered than it used to be. Wrestling used to be wrestling. You used to go into the match and you used to go into the arena expecting a wrestling match. Now you expect pomp, uh, <laughs> you expect bang, bang, pop, pop showiness. And I don't like that. I really don't like that. And a lot of the other wrestling marks would be like, but it's okay if it's only occasionally, but it's not. It's every single match nowadays that's all about the, let's get up on the top rope. I would love a match, and I mean this sincerely from the bottom of my heart, between Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, tomorrow night, or tomorrow for me in the morning, 
and it just be a technical technical spectacular match that doesn't leave the ring, that doesn't use the ropes, unless they're using, you know, they're throwing them against ropes, but otherwise doesn't really use the ropes, doesn't climb the turnbuckle, no big high-flying moves, nothing like that, and it's just inside the ring, and it's brutal, technical masterpiece. And I think that would do more for AEW than all this flip-flip crappy crap stuff. And don't get me wrong, like I've said, I don't mind this flippy stuff when it's on occasion. When you have this match, and, and we saw this with Shawn Michaels as well. We went, oh, this is great. Shawn Michaels um, and... And um, Razor Ramon. And we know there was a ladder match before this, but this solidified the the genre of ladder matches as a great genre. And um, and it was because it wasn't seen as much. Now it's like when we have a Money in the Bank la- match, we expect this stuff. And it's not like a great moment, as in Jimmy um, Superfly Snooker jumping off the steel cage. That is shown every single time the uh, WWE sign comes up. I don't know if it is now because he was pretty much convict, not convicted, but he was not exonerated at all of murder. But before that, it was, and it was a masterpiece. And I was watching an old match the, um, a couple of you know months ago between Roddy Piper and Bruno Sammartino. And I never used to watch old matches because I was like, these are boring, these are gimmicky, I hate them. I never watched one, by the way. I went back to it and I went, this is an absolute masterpiece of a match. It was a steel cage match. It was inside, I'm guessing, a bingo hall. And I just loved the mat, the match. Um, and there was so much to this match. Uh, so Roddy Piper comes in with a poster, I believe, of himself. And uh, this is a poster that's being used throughout the match to tell this amazing story. Um, and, and it was such a simple story that I don't know the background of the story. I don't know if it was months in advance. But what I know is when I was watching that, I was like, this is a masterstroke. This is why Roddy Piper got over. This is why people loved Roddy Piper. And um, I know my my inflection's weird. Um, so this is why I loved Roddy Piper is because he could take basically anything that he is given. And this is probably something he gave himself, but he can take anything he is given and make it wonderful. Look at the Roddy Piper gold uh, gold dust match. <laughs> and, it was, you know, the OJ stuff in Hollywood, you know. You would have thought that that match would have been looked back on and everybody would have been mocking it. And obviously there are a couple people I've heard mock it, but 
majority of people, though they don't say it is a masterclass of a match, they do say that it was entertaining, it was great, and I found the same thing. He made that what it was. He didn't just take it and go, we're just going to do nothing with it. He got what he was given from probably Vince McMahon, and he ran with it. When you give Roddy Piper an inch, he runs a mile. And that is what talent is missing today. Not all talent. AJ Styles does it. Uh, Daniel Bryan does it. Look at his stuff with uh, with his vegan stuff. Um, look at the stuff with AJ with Shane McMahon. Everybody thought that was going to be a horrible match. Compared to what everybody thought it was, it stole the night at WrestleMania. It stole the night. Um, and that's not to say it was the greatest match of the night. I'm saying in comparison to what people thought it was going to be, it was magnificent for what it was. And there were many other matches we had so many high hopes for that just fell way down in the card. And AJ Styles can take anything he is given and run with it. He didn't have this ability always, you know, the stuff with, in TNA with, um, I can't even remember her name, but she was pregnant to his baby. That was horrible stuff. And I think through that he learnt how to take a concept and turn it into a good thing. And I think Everybody needs that most terrible concept that would ultimately bury their character to revitalize their character. Because he went away for, I believe it was six months, and he came back a new AJ Styles. And by the way, he didn't do perfectly in, in TNA after that. In fact, he didn't do too well. Once he'd left... TNA, however, he bloody blew up. Leaving TNA was the best thing that could happen to him at that time. Leaving WWE was the best thing that could happen to Cody Rhodes at that time. Leaving WWE was the best thing that could happen to Pac at that time. And by the way, Pac was on top of the world in WWE. And he left with a great record. He came from nothing. Adrian Neville, he got injured, he went away, he came back a heel, and he stole the show. Every single time he was on the show. And by the way, he does flips and everything. But I think he can tell a story through those flips. Um, and it's not something I like to see from him all the time. I think, it's, again, wrestling should be a spectacle when it needs to be a spectacle. I think there are shows that doesn't need to be a spectacle. Um, and I've, I've grown in wrestling. Like, I used to think, Attitude Era needs to come back. We need the Attitude. When's the Attitude coming back? I don't think it needs to come back anymore. And what convinced me it doesn't is NXT. 
NXT, I mean, there's attitude, but it's not the same kind of attitude as the Attitude Era. It's more of a, we're wrestling geniuses, and we're going to go through this and look great, even if we're given garbage, which is very rare. But it does happen on occasion. Look at um, the Street Profits. I think NXT... I'll talk about that in, another, in the next episode, actually. But just remember this. NXT is the future of all wrestling. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. NXT is the blueprint on how to succeed... In wrestling. I'll, I'll stop there. Because I believe... Again, I'll stop there. But I've got so much to stay on that in the next episode. But yes, I want to introduce myself a little bit. And then I want to leave you guys for the night. Because I need to do another episode tonight, by the way. So that you guys can listen to what I have to say. Because everything I say is important tomorrow <laughs> so so what I want to tell you about myself is my name is late um, yeah I'm never late don't worry I'm like 15 minutes early to all my meetings and everything like that but um, I digress <laughs> I am 21 years old going on 22 in September um, I have loved wrestling, as I've said, for seven years. My favorite wrestler ever used to be Shawn Michaels. It is now AJ Styles. Um, but I still love Shawn Michaels to pieces. Um, what else about myself? I used to think wrestling was stupid until I actually watched it, which is usually the reaction of most people. Um... The first wrestling thing I ever saw was of Shawn Michaels, actually, and, uh, and Vince McMahon, and he was alone, Shawn Michaels was getting beaten up, and he started hitting Vince McMahon, no, Vince McMahon started hitting Shawn Michaels with a steel chair, and uh, that was probably 2005, 2006, um, but then I never saw another episode. And so I never ended up loving it. I watched it in 2010. Just I saw wrestling on. I was like, I might give this a try. First segment was Shawn Michaels Triple H. Um, and I think they were fighting Legacy or the end of Legacy. And this was around the Royal Rumble. This was when Shawn Michaels said he's in the Royal Rumble. And um, this is when Shawn Michaels was having his big dilemma with fighting Undertaker again. And that's when I really got into wrestling. Uh, wrestling, And uh, I did watch wrestling, however, when I was a child, four, five, six years old, but I can't remember. Uh, I watched it with my Uncle Peter, and um, he loved the big show. And uh, that's my experience with wrestling. Uh, I am a political major in university, though I want to, nothing to do with politics. Now, being in politics... Which sucks because it was something I was so passionate about. And I'm still passionate about, but I don't want anything to do with actually being in politics. Um, 
and I'm going to move to the US. That's all about me. Oh, I guess also I want to be a cabinet maker. Here you go. Alright, I'll see you next time. Um, but until then, stay safe. Peace.